Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And, you know, I mean, it's it's obvious like this yeah. head wound that he has is a metaphor for this entire season. <laughs> it is not fully healed. It could be this reopened. It could be reopened. I mean, it, it is yes. at any time like he. Yeah, maybe the bandaid is off, yeah. but he is not fully healed. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Lee Blickley. Lee, I just really need to tell you something that's been on my heart. Like, I'm so grateful because you are you. And there's no one else like you. Wow, Emma, that's so beautiful. You know, I've really been praying too, and I've been reflecting and thinking about what's on my heart. And the thing that's on my heart tells me that uh, we need to recap last night's episode of The Bachelor. Thank you for your honesty. I love that. I have to respect you and your heart And joining us today in studio to share what's on his heart is attorney, bachelor alum, and BFF of the pod, Michael Garofola. Hey, guys. What's on your heart, Michael? There's so much. (laughs) There's so much on my heart. But, like, have you really dug deep? Have you, like, opened your chest cavity and, like, seen what's settling there on the ventricle? And my my therapy bills would corroborate (laughs) that. Well, we're so happy you're here. We're, you're here because we have so much to discuss. This might be one of the first episodes where we have stuff to really dissect, like I like know, Peter's heart. No bickering, <laughs> actual plot, and we're also in luck because this is the episode that you got sent home on on your season, right? This is. I Ooh, I also different. like. We'll we'll get into it. I'm sure a little more you're later. The Natasha. But I'm the Natasha. I also had the. Let's explore the city date after the, you know, really romantic date the day before <laughs> with, like, the person she actually wants to make out with. <laughs> oh, well, we in my case, it was g- she. In this case, he. You yeah, know? we're going to have we're going to have a lot of fun with this. Uh, first, I just have to ha- ask the the big question. Is Peter just a bad bachelor? 
Yeah. Right. Like, like it's it, it's a hard it's a hard question, but it's also the truthful question of the season. <laughs> um, he's not a he's not a good bachelor, I, or I think, maybe he's a good person. He just doesn't know how to make decisions. Yeah, I think he's like a good dude. You know, you interviewed him. I got a, a little bit of a sense of him just being around you at Build and him at Build. Um, he seemed lovely, but like. The man does not have a grip on this season. It's tough. He, he, I also think this is, you know, he doesn't have a grip on himself. I think yeah. Peter needs a lot of uh, emotional work, if you will, before he's ready to kind of make the decisions you need to make to find the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And he is clearly um, not there. He's, you know, acting on sort of um, impulse. He's second-guessing himself. He's got a lot of insecurities. Um, and I think that is really coming through um, on this season of The Bachelor. I agree. But at least, you know, he has a really great uh, ghost reenactment (laughs) of an ad that ran during the Oscars. I really thought the Oscars would be my one night to escape The Bachelor. But no, no. Pilot Pete, how dare you follow me here? (laughs) Not if it's on ABC. Yeah, that's true. I know. I didn't consider that it was on ABC. I also am like, have any of the women on this season, perhaps with the exception of like Natasha and Kelly, seen ghost know what ghost is <laughs> like this might be a reference that just goes have they way ever above heard their unchained heads. melody at <laughs> yeah. all were they born when ghost came out like no. for real i don't think Hannah so Ann? no when, I mean, when was it in the late 80s early 1990 like, literally none of these women had been born except for natasha wow yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy so they're yeah. like wow peter's making pottery it's with so shirt off. sexy yeah, so high. yeah. Who, but who is that woman touching him from behind? It was very look that they probably I know Whoopi. They probably know Whoopi from the View, right? I mean, yeah, like, they, they know, know who Whoopi, Whoopi is. Goldberg. I yeah. assume they know who uh, Demi Moore is. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> okay, let's dig into this episode. We arrive on a shot of the rolling sand dunes and alpacas all over the beautiful countryside. We're in Lima, Peru, and the women say things like. Woo! Wow! Peru! <laughs> Woo! Lima! They're, it's like peak woo girls. Yeah. You know, if you've seen uh, How I Met Your Mother, that yeah. episode. In fairness, um, they did have to go to Cleveland. Uh, and so, I mean, honestly, I, this is I a legitimate thing to yeah. woo about. Like, yeah. I would probably, I would, I would woo. woo in Lima, Peru. It looked, would, yeah. it looked gorgeous. It did. I've never been to Peru, but this made yeah. me really want to go. When in Peru, you must woo. You also, must the alpacas were so cute. They were. Kelly seemed really interested in just wanting to see the she alpacas and not much else. She seemed way more excited about that than Peter, yeah. and I was like, fair. Peter, meanwhile, is doing some very sweet, quality, son-mother FaceTiming. Oh, thank God Barb's back. Let me yeah. tell you. I missed her. I missed her since the I'm first like, episode. I'm worried, though, because I think Peter really does need his mom to direct him. I feel like they need to fly her <laughs> and out that's to cons- Lima. But that's concerning I, Here's my thing about Babs. I, I really, I <laughs> like. Um, I love her. I like her, and I like her presence, and, and I love their relationship. Me but too. sometimes the content of the words she says don't exactly exude confidence in me. And, I you know, I don't have, you know, the exact quote or whatever. But some of the things she was saying just was like, okay, I guess that's good advice but doesn't seem to fit with what's actually happening. Yeah. I think she knows that her son is a people pleaser, and that's kind of what she was getting at, but she was saying it in flowery language. You know, she kept being like, be honest with yourself, be honest with your heart, really 
be honest. Yeah. What like, I gleaned from this conversation was that he gets his heart fixation from his mother. Because the whole time she's just like, follow your heart. What's in your heart? Go with your heart. The, this family is really all really about into heart. The heart. Heart will go on. Yeah. yeah. Don't follow your brain, buddy. Just <laughs> follow something else. Oh, man. But yeah, we missed her. Maybe she'll, I'm, I'm assuming after we see her, her screaming, yeah. bring her home. She will be coming. I just can't wait. Back it's like I cannot wait for that moment. Yeah. It better. I, I hope, hope it's not, it's not about. Down. I hope it's not about Victoria F. But I don't think so. Mm. Well, we can get into theories about yeah. that. I have some theories. So last week, Pete started having some fears. You know, this is this is the major theme of this episode: is Pete's complete and utter terror of making the wrong decision, mm-hmm. which in turn means that he is sort of psyching himself up to make decisions, I think, based on the wrong things. Yeah, no, his fear of rejection is driving um, everything the, yeah. the season. And I think, you know, when you think about the timing, I, I think it's just he's still sort of um, wounded from Hannah Brown. Absolutely. Uh, and that rejection that he ultimately, you know, faced at the end of that. And I think... And I think watching Hannah pick someone who then was... Su- it was such an error. Yeah. It's like those two things combined. He feels personally hurt, and he just saw someone in the role he's taking on make a terrible decision. Yeah. And then having Hannah Brown return for his season only triggered his nervous system again I, and yeah, sort of that, put that... It just set him off on a bad course. It set him off, and also I think it set a really... It was a really hard for me as a viewer to get on board with these other women because the only connection still that I've seen that's really that compelling in this season is Is, Pete and Hannah. Yeah, it's Hannah Brown. And so I think they did these women and the arc, the narrative arc of the season, kind of a disservice by leaning into that. Well, because even we're seeing that the fact that we're at six women and we still have no idea, like, who most of these women are, uh, it all kicked off with because we we were all rooting for Hannah from the beginning. Yeah, I don't know (laughs) who they are. I don't know anything about them. I can't believe we're about to be at hometowns. It's crazy. Um, But... You know, back at the hotel, the the women are just sitting around having those a little girl chat, a little forced girl chat. Peter <laughs> arrives, sits down, and he's like, I just wanted to be honest. I'm terrified, and so all of you need to address my fears and affirm yeah, me. Yeah. Like, that is essentially Again. what I took away from this. Just tell me you like me. Tell yeah. me you love Don't me. Don't forget that I am the bachelor. <laughs> yeah. You will all like me. That's your job. That's why you're here. Yeah, if like, you don't, tell me now and leave. Right. If you're not 100% certain, yeah. you know, I don't want you here, basically. But at the same time, if you're actually certain and know what you want and and do like me and want a relationship but and don't all those things, me in the right way. I will probably send you home. Yeah. Yeah. And that is about to happen <laughs> if this you week. Are, yeah, if you are right for me, you will go home. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just tell you a little bit about the, that situation when um, you're sitting there thinking you're just waiting for a date card and then the lead actually comes in. That happened to me multiple times on my season and because every time I was like the one guy that wasn't showered and didn't have his hair done or whatever. <laughs> Whatever, like, was just, like, completely, like, everyone else looks so, like, manicured and, like, you know, well-groomed. And I'm just like, why are you getting all dressed up? We're just going to sit yeah. around and the day card's going to come. We're going to read it. It's going to be two seconds. And then it's, like, Desiree, Desiree would show up. In. And I'd be like, oh, God. You're like, oh, I camera s- ready. I get I, it now. I need yeah. to put deodorant on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so the women reflect after Pete leaves and Madison says, you know, marriage is a really, really big deal to me. It's something I do one time. It's very clear that... Um, Madison has a very strong sense of what she wants and mm-hmm. strong sense of self, but also that a lot of these things haven't necessarily been discussed with 
Peter. Mm-hmm. Also, she definitely has a, a checklist of things she wants, right? Yeah. Like she, you know, there are, certain, there are things that are important to her, things that obviously with her upbringing that she's come to yeah. know to be, you know, sort of important in the, in the way, obviously, her relationship with her father and, and his relationship with their family. But um, a lot of these things to me seem like um, things that, you know, to check off the boxes on uh, yeah. rather than, you know, I think, uh, you know, what maybe really matters in long term. Yeah, I think it's tough because especially when you're talking about religion, like there are just things that might simply be incompatible with a person that you like. Sure. And it it doesn't seem like it seems like her belief system is fairly rigid. And I don't mean that as a criticism, but just in that, like, she knows what she believes and she wants to have a partner who believes those same things. Things, And I get I relate to that. Like there are certain, you know, worldview beliefs that I have that like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in conflict over those things with a romantic partner. No. Right. Um, and so we'll get more into Madison later. But like yeah. I found that to be very, very interesting. Very compelling. Kelly, just we get the sense right <laughs> away that she's not really trying to play this game. She's like, yeah, I get it. Pete's looking for clarity, uh, but we're still getting to know him. And it's hard to give absolute reassurance. And like, I don't want to force things, which yeah, very rational. Yeah. She she was very she's always been rational. Rational doesn't work this, in this yeah. world. This episode she was more like uh they kind of twisted her to be the villain uh in some ways. Yes, uh, I think she was set up to be that late late breaking villain. Yeah. I think it was somewhat effective, somewhat totally ineffective. Yeah. Um I also think they were probably grooming her in the oh, way yeah. um the entire time to feel very confident because uh, in what she had to offer uh, as opposed to some of these um, other women. And I think I think it did sort of blindside her in the end when, you know, when he chose the other two women. I think she thought there's no chance that he picks both of both these of, women yeah. over me yeah. on that final three-on-one date. And so I think that was all set up and she was postured to think that she was absolutely taking mm-hmm. Peter to meet her family and – and then, you know, that's what you have there at the end. And then you have, obviously, some voiceovers and, and things that maybe, Are you know, unflattering. Yeah. yeah, unflattering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or edited. So <laughs> Natasha is the only one at this point who hasn't gotten a one-on-one. But, of course, to torture her, the first one-on-one goes yeah. to Madison. And I love Natasha. She's like, hello, hi, my name is Natasha. <laughs> I haven't been on a one-on-one yet. And we're all like, yep, I like, you have I it. like Natasha. Have you met Natasha yet? She's I have in, not. in the New York crew. She's in the New York crew. Yeah, so I'm hoping eventually we'll be able to have her on the, yeah. on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Um, uh, I'd no, love to meet but, her. But also that, you know, that I was Natasha in my season, yeah. you know. Yeah, I you, had have not, a, you have a connection. I had not had the one-on-one date until the week before hometowns. And Don't you just kind of know you're going home? Yeah. Did, how, do you kind of know? What was your sense of the situation? Your, yeah, what was your feeling? No, you know, for me... And this is this is just. I like, guess you're so. This is going to the... be bore. I mean, when I was on the show, it was in black and white. So this is probably <laughs> going to bore a lot of your listeners. But for me, I had come off of a very tumultuous two-on-one date, mm-hmm. and right. um, in in I Munich, Germany, and so. I thought, okay, well, if it's not there with us, um, I will be sent home the following week, which was in Barcelona, um, Barcelona. But, <laughs> but I still made it beyond Barcelona to Madeira, um, which is the small island off of Morocco, owned by Portugal, beautiful island. And Sounds so, gorgeous. at that point, I'm like, okay, well, if she really wasn't that into me, even though I was on the two on one, and you know that's sort of the death knell. 
Um, she would have gotten rid of me last yeah. week. She got yeah. rid of – we went from eight to five. You know, so unlike most seasons where you have six before hometowns, we got cut to five. Oh, right. You were the only and one she sent cut, home before. she cut um, Juan Pablo. She cut um, oh a, a, a good friend of mine named Casey as well who with whom I thought she had a lot of a connection and, and, and a guy named, uh, named James who had some drama surrounding him then. But I was like, if it's going from eight to five, there's no way I make this. And when I did, it like then it boosted I had, your confidence. Yeah, all of a that sudden I'm like, oh, like, oh, maybe, maybe this she is... really likes yes, me. Yeah. Yes, until that one on one. What a good you're name dropping, and I'm like, that was a great season. Yeah, it was a good season. That was Brooks too, right? Brooks got yeah. the first one on one date in Madeira. And Brooks, I I one day would love to have Brooks yeah. as on the podcast oh, for a throwback because yeah. I, I know you're friends with him. Yeah, yeah. I just His spoke to him the other day. His arc is fascinating actually. to yeah. me on the show. It was one um, of the first when that kind of ha- like I remember them just sitting on the edge of that little dock, just that like sort of unfiltered, like, clo- close filmed yes. breakup conversation yeah. that now we've seen yes. more of. But that was yeah ground ground breaking time. Yeah, he you know he walked so you know Becca and Ari could exactly. run. Exactly. You know, <laughs> so Madison's one on one date. the The date card says, "I think you're a catch," and she just has a lot on her heart, as we alluded to, that she wants to share with Peter. Um, before this season, I didn't realize, and this is, you know, I'm Jewish, that on, like, on my heart is an evangelical euphemism. Yeah, we were talking about that last night. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that yes, either. Yes. She it's said like it, a, and Hannah Ann also Hannah said Ann it. Hannah also said it, mm-hmm. and then I did some Googling, and there's been stuff written about it is one of these, like, sort of jargony church evangelical oh. uh, phrases. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So that's, like, a tip-off <laughs> like just in, in terms of her background. Madison... Meets up with Pete. He they, they're very physically affectionate towards each other immediately, mm-hmm. which I found quite notable. Yes, they do the the run and jump. He shows off his, his new love, scar. He was just like, "Look, look, my bandages are off. Look," and she's like, "Great, it look. How does it look? I mean, oh, it like looks you still great. have a gash on your head. Like, but, I don't but he he said that so often. Doesn't it just show whole, you that he's just he's like, so no, that's what I mean. So validation, like, it. please yes. tell me that he's I like, look tell okay. Tell me my face is still tell me my again. Affirm me. Yeah, tell me that you still like me with the scar on my head. It's just like. I mean, Madison didn't Ugh. didn't wrap her legs around him though, on the on the the. That's true. The there were fewer right? I mean, leg wrappings. He must yeah. have sensed that maybe it was his scar. But that is, he was leg just, wrapping's not on her heart. The entire date, he was enveloped over, yeah. like yes. just wrapped around yes. her. It, and then and, it was such a contrast in the Natasha date later on. Well, this yeah. is a theme. Like she is someone who immediately showers him with. With validation, she makes him feel very good about himself. Mm-hmm. He he relies on external validation to feel good about himself. And Madison is one of the girls who, you know, sort of um, almost seemingly un- unconditionally um, makes him feel good about himself. Well, they seem whereas... like the only two that, to me, they have kind of the most natural connection. Chemistry. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and we've seen we saw that pretty early on and they seem to have a genuinely good time with each other. I think there are other reasons that they are not right for each other long term. Right. But which we kind of just discovered yeah. this episode. Right. Which we like we hadn't this known. Episode. Yeah. Well, the show has become a, a show. Well, it, I mean, it probably always has to an extent, but more so now about chemistry over like real feelings that will stand the test of time, right? Mm-hmm. And if this is a chemistry barometer, like certainly Madison is is leading the race. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So they go fishing, they then they go and sit on a boat and they cheers and you know, talk about how 
Madison doesn't want Peter to be afraid, which, again, total turn on for him that he's getting affirmed. And, you know, Pete says, once I start to give my heart, like, there's no there's no going back. Um, and they acknowledge that they're both scared. But Maddie really, again, affirms him and says, yeah, I'm serious. I'm here for you. I really like you. I see a future with you. It's everything Peter needs to hear. So. Yes. And that's immediately when he was like, I'm definitely falling in love with this girl. Uh, and he's like, it's yeah. time to do my signature horizontal <laughs> make out on whatever flat surface is available. This time a the boat. boat. Yes. He's got his flippy floppies. Yeah. So we cut back to yeah, the hotel. As they're hotel. kissing, we cut back to the hotel. And of course, at, at first, it, so during this date, it seems like Hannah Ann and Kelsey were appointed to be the ones sitting back home discussing the later date. It's Victoria F. and Kelly. Yeah. Right. Uh, who are it forced is, into so, this again, role. Nice to see Kelsey and Hannah Ann just like, let the drama it's like go. like Champagne and, Gate never yeah, happened. Yeah. Teach uh, us about supporting other women. <laughs> and this is where we get the first uh, indications that Madison might have something big to talk to Peter about. And I found it really interesting that Kelsey was the first one to address Madison's religiosity and her upbringing and how that's really important to her. Because clearly this is something that the women have discussed amongst mm-hmm. themselves. It's also... We often get allusions to faith, but I think this show has gotten, I think Hannah's B season probably pushed this forward, but it's gotten a little more comfortable addressing religion a little bit more head on. For a long time, it felt like the show ultimately kind of loves to exist in this world where like political values don't really matter. Religious values don't really matter beyond this really amorphous general concept of faith and Mm -hmm. all faith is sort of the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Kelsey says, you know, Madison wants her husband to be, quote, a faith leader for the family. And she's very religious, and that's very important to her. Uh, and that Kelsey knows Madison hasn't talked to Peter about her deal breakers. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is the first we're hearing of this. And it's interesting that the, the women have talked about this. Yeah, because clearly Maddie's telling them more about uh, what's important to her than she's telling Peter because she but hasn't really she's spending more time with him to be yeah, fair <laughs> she hasn't really seen Peter either since, since like week their one. first one on one date so when would she have actually had the time to sit down and talk about the things that actually matter to her well they did have that that time right when everyone was yelling inside that they had that like nice time and then they heard he heard all the screaming that was going on inside yeah with, with McKenna yeah, 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 with yeah McKenna last week and yeah uh, but yeah it was interesting and it does it brings up that whole what you mentioned about how the show doesn't necessarily ever address people's political beliefs and how they feel about religion. Maybe they'll say, I'm religious, I go to church, move on. That can mean a lot of different things. Yeah, but yeah, Hannah B., especially with Luke P. and everything that happened last season, kind of cracked that open a little bit more. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. And so we're seeing, I guess. And I think this is going to play out for the rest of the season. Maybe eventually we'll get someone who, like, wants to talk politics a little bit. Can you imagine you got, on you a date? some allusions to that during Rachel's season. There were little comments. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rachel yeah. also went to church on her season too, right? Was yes. it one of her... She, well, it's yeah, she Rachel. She cracks everything open. So then Maddie, we get to the night portion of Maddie's date. And she's ready because mm-hmm. Pete is just so real, so <laughs> vulnerable, so raw. raw. Can, have you ever described someone you're dating to your I friends? I think she was like, just describing his forehead just scar. Really raw. That's why it's yeah. raw. 
It's vulnerable. Like, I, I just really don't think I've ever it's unbandaged. been like, I need to give a compliment to my new boyfriend. I just love how raw he is. Yeah. Like, do you sit down with your friends and like talk about who you're dating? Like, they're raw. They're super raw. No, that's very <laughs> weird. I also am unclear about what that actually means. That they're vegan? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I literally now cannot stop thinking about Peter's raw scar yeah. on his forehead because of what Michael said. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh. But yeah, she tells Pete that she's glad that they had this day. Again, this process has been hard, but she sees a future with him. Um, she launches in. Yes. To, and she, she clearly has is has been nervous. To she's talk like, about yeah, that. she's, she's kind chatting of babbling, through it before she throws it out there. But she just sort of in one, like in one continuous breath, tells him, you know, what we were talking about before that her family's her whole world. Absolutely. She's, She's watched the way her dad has loved her mom and her family and the way that he has such a, quote, strong relationship with the Lord. And she says, faith is my whole life. It's who I am. And I want and what I want is in a marriage is someone who also has that relationship with the Lord and wants to raise a family that way. Mm -hmm. And that's a very intense thing to say, like not in a bad yeah. way, but that is really clear. That's yes. a lot more than I am Christian and I need someone who wants to raise our children Christian. Right. You know, mm -hmm. like that, you know, this is much, this is way beyond that. She is, she's evangelical. Yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. my understanding. And that, and she is incredibly involved in that faith. And it yes. determines yeah. the way, it determines her, her values, her family structure, like all of these things. And so that's, that's a hard thing to overcome if you're dating someone who does not share that. Yeah. And we get a long pause from Pete. Which uh, fair. He's yes. taking it in. And I think he's trying to figure out what to say. And then he, he really likes her. He does. And he, he clearly he wants to tell her that, yes, well, I'm slightly religious. I'm yeah. Christian. I haven't, like, really been connected to my faith, though. My faith isn't strong. But, but I'm open to yes. that. And it, I believe all it, that. I do he believe that. To, he wants to please her yeah. in, in a sense, too. Yes. You know, he wants to be—I mean, I think he was honest, but he also, you know, he obviously wants to— He wants her to stick to, around. Yes. yes. Yeah. He likes so he, her. He has a yeah, connection with her. I think he really likes her, and I think he was struggling. More so than anyone else, I think, yeah. I totally agree. And, and I think he was—I think in his heart of hearts, he's not that guy. Mm -hmm. He's not the guy that— he and and maybe that can change and maybe he is truly open to making those pretty substantial from yeah. what from what I'm reading from yeah. the way he's talking about his relationship to religion mm -hmm. that there would need to be some pretty substantial shifts but made. He, maybe he's not that guy at 28, but he could be that guy at 38. You don't you don't know, but he's certainly not yeah. the faith leader of a family at this stage mm -hmm. in his also life. It just made me think like, why couldn't Madison be the faith leader? Yeah, why of her can't family? she? And like. I'm sure that's partly just my ignorance about the way certain church communities are organized. But I was like, damn, that's kind of sad that, like, couldn't she yeah. do it? Also, this one one thing I wanted to bring up, which was an amazing uh, editing moment in the episode, which was when um, Madison is on the boat um, sort of standing in front of um, uh, Peter and he's has his arms wrap around her and they're like kind of kissing and enjoying like having this sort of Titanic moment I guess out in front of near the bow mm -hmm. of the boat and Kelsey is doing the uh, the voiceover and talking about Madison and saying how deeply religious she, mm -hmm. she is and it cuts to the next words out of Madison's mouth are oh god 
Which oh. was really kind of amazing. Like, I don't they know. They do so many cheeky things. That, was, worth a, that, that like, was cheeky, yeah. Worth this, a rewind for this sure. This is why I wish I, wish I got screeners because I wish I could watch these episodes multiple times yes. before we recap because I always miss stuff. That's a good point. I I completely missed that. Yeah, yeah that's hilarious. So that was Powerful a good, edit. That was a good. Uh, but yeah, he, she to seems to be setting. I mean, if they end up together, you are basically telling you're basically telling him who he needs to be in the relationship and what she expects. And you know what? I Clearly respect he's not her for being for being honest. Yeah. Like, I, I think that I like when I go, you know, have been on first dates, second dates, like I like to get political and religious things like at least should. the basics out yeah. there yeah. pretty early because those are things yeah. that They're make or break. Are, yeah. can be very make uh-huh. or break. And this is something, I mean, what she said is, like I said, is so beyond just like what are you, what is your religion that you practice? Right. Yeah. This is this is something that, you know, not everyone is going to be able to fill that role. No. And and I and as we discussed, I don't think Peter can fill that role either, no. but he this is clearly the person he likes the most, has the strongest feelings for and he desperately needs her to stick around, especially after what he told the women in earlier in the uh, in the episode about you know his fears and everything right. else. If if Madison were to leave because he cannot be this faith leader that she needs him to be, he would be devastated. The, the yeah. season would come to an end. I you think. you kind of I kind of get a sense though that Madison's going to be what this dramatic finale that we're kind of heading to is I know I wondered if uh, I wondered about that too I mean I mean he's the windmill guy too you have to expect that the like Madison's dad knows about Peter and kind of yeah. what you I know what I mean so that's going to be a, a whole little thing odd. I mean we saw a preview she's saving of, herself from right, a promo yeah. that yeah. she she is you know not having sex before marriage which again fully valid to make whatever choices you want it's right. your body um but I do think that Given what we know about Peter and the fact that that's not a value that he holds, it is a little bit interesting to me that she seems to expect him to then abstain from physical intimacy, which is so important. He talks about it all the time. He's been very clear that that's something that's really important to him. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also fair. Like, this is, these are two people expressing desires that are yeah. very fair. Yeah. I just don't get See the it. sense that they're long term right. Well, you don't exactly. have to force the square peg into the round hole, right? right. Like, if, if you're just not incompatible, you <laughs> can both is, be wonderful yeah, yeah. people. Um, yeah, no pun intended. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, you could be two wonderful people there and just be incompatible. Right. And this is the first sign of that. And obviously, if she is going to sort of, um, make you know make him feel guilty or shame him if he does have sex uh, on the overnights with other with one of the other women or both of the other women or who knows um that that's going to be a problem you know it's and, not quite and fair it's yeah. not fair and it and it just shows you know that they want want different things mm-hmm. right and you know but for now it seems sort of papered over they have both said enough platitudes to satisfy the other yeah madison's like i want someone who wants to get better and who values faith and family and i guess that's that's peter and so pete says it would be an honor to meet maddie's family he gives her the rose mm-hmm. and She's safe. We're also in a world of relativity here, a university of relativity. And for Peter, um, he clearly prefers Madison to the other women. And for Madison, she has no other choice. So it's Peter or no one. So they are like, what do I have here? And Yeah, the stakes um, get so high because you're you're operating in a small pond. pond. You know, to go off of this fishing 
uh, metaphor well, you that saw we have. That You're operating in a scarcity economy. When yeah. he says he's falling in love with her and she just sits and says nothing yeah. back. That's like that's exactly what you're saying right there. Is just right. Oh my gosh, how did I almost forgot that he yeah. tells her he's he's falling he's in love falling with her. In love with her and she doesn't even respond in kind because no. he sort of says it at the beginning and mm-hmm. then she talks to him about yeah her religious beliefs which to me is also like it also uh makes me think about like where i was in my relationship at that time um with desiree before you know before hometowns and like there was not and i love you was not even like in my vocabulary yeah. like at that moment so it's just funny that i like, wonder if know. the pressure has increased to say it earlier yeah. it feels like it's but it's being interesting that it's him saying it do you know what i mean like it's very interesting usually I, you get the girl like i think kelsey's kind of told him that she's falling and hannah ann you know what's interesting but maddie about is it nowhere near that is he's that, there but she's not I was told I, I've been I was once told by someone like you cannot tell someone that you love them in order to get a response. Yeah. You need mm-hmm. to say it because and I think that was great advice. You need to yeah, say it because that's how you're no feeling. expectations. Yes. Yeah. I felt like Pete was saying it to get a response. Yes, of course, mm-hmm. because he wants that validation. Right. Yeah, he, exactly. He needs that validation, particularly from the girl that is scaring him the most. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's it's obvious, like this yeah. head wound that he has is a metaphor for this entire season. <laughs> it is not fully healed. It could be this reopened. It could be reopened. I mean, it, it is yes. at any time like he. Yeah. Maybe the bandaid is off, yeah. but he is not fully healed. But you're like, Peter, you have the power. You're the one that is like, you know, making decisions. This is your journey. And he's kind of. Reverting yeah. back to how he felt probably on Hannah's season. But it is refreshing to see a lead that is so aware that this is uh, that it's a two-way street. Uh, yeah. That is yeah, kind of true. nice. There that's are true. some leads like who are like, I am the king of the castle. It is that's up a good to me. Point. Yeah. Um, you know, I will club you over the head and drag you by the hair back to my cave. And and Peter is very much not like that. Yeah. Peter is very um, almost too sensitive to the yeah. fact that he could be dumped. I agree. Again, Jed trauma. It's the Jed trauma. It's the Jed trauma. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to Natasha's. <laughs> trauma and Jed exactly. trauma. Yeah. Let's move on to Natasha's one on one. I, given how obviously not into it Peter was, there's not like a actually a ton to kind of dig into. But I really like Natasha. I like. And poor too. Natasha has to follow Madison a woman who Peter has just said he's falling in love with. Right. And he's never even spent alone time with her. Right. So she's really operating at a deficit here. Uh, they they do kiss and she does the jog and jump, but it's he's so much less touchy with her. It does feel really kind of friend yeah. vibe. The, the entire yes. lead-in to his date with Natasha is, is spent saying, discussing Madison yeah. and how strongly he feels <laughs> for like, her. And I, it's like, she is DOA. That's how I yeah. felt. Look, I oh, can't man. even imagine, you know, navigating the, the New York City dating scene is, is, is a nightmare. But could you, like, I also know if you go on a date the night before with someone, you're like, wow, I'm crazy about this person and I feel like a strong connection and it's a second or third or fourth or fifth or whatever date. Um, no, New York, you don't get up to a yeah. fourth date. But it's, it's a third date with someone. Yeah. And then the next day you have a first date with someone and you're just kind of – you just like, Oh, it's done. I yeah, would cancel. So I would that's be like, so I'm true. sorry. I need to go walk my dog and yeah. Yeah, condition like, my hair. I don't care, hair I don't care and, to you know, invest I, in this anymore. Puts deodorant on. Yeah, you know? I think <laughs> I have the coronavirus. On. Whatever. I would say <laughs> something to get out of that date because I just – I wouldn't be able to be there like – 
present mentally yeah. and, and physically. You know, like I just and wouldn't. Pete, oh, and you see that. Pete cannot, yeah. emo- cannot yeah. emotionally get yeah. it no. for this day no. at no. all. No. Um, and Natasha is so excited because she sees today as, you know, finally she's getting a chance to kind of deepen this connection. Clearly they have had um, some sort of chemistry. Yeah. And I listened to Deandra on uh, Rachel and Becca's podcast and she was saying that Natasha was actually one of the women in the house that everyone could sense that Pete liked her. So clearly they had mm-hmm. yeah. a chemistry. But it's definitely friend vibes. Yeah, I think sure. it's definitely friend yeah. vibes. He enjoys being around her. They explore the city. She makes jokes. He laughs. Um, you know, back at the house, Kelsey and Hannah Ann are like, we don't want Natasha to come back. Okay, <laughs> great. Uh, and then... Pete is like, Natasha, you've shown me more sides of you than any other woman. Which, what does that yeah, mean? Yeah, I just don't, yeah. You're bold, you're fierce, you're honest. You're almost too honest. <laughs> He's like, I'm, un- that translated to me and like, I'm uncomfortable with the fact that you expressed your yeah. displeasure with me when I yeah. made decisions that pissed you off. Again, yeah. you need to affirm me. You are, he's basically saying, you are a whole person. Yeah, you're a complete human. You could actually be a partner for someone. You're not just looking to fill a void yeah. in your, you know, broken, empty yeah. life like the rest of us. And I say, you know, I say I'm looking for that kind of person. But to be honest, Natasha, I'm not. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> and she says, you know, the last guy she dated broke up with her because, and he said she was too intense, which I resent and I feel for her. And I was like, girl, you're dating in New York. I yeah. get it. It's probably rough. Mm-hmm. And she's she's kind of like, I like that about The Bachelor because I can be really fucking intense. Which yeah, <laughs> is true. Yeah. She stands out. Yeah. And, you know, but it just seems really it's like clear. like camping. This Everyone is anywhere. intense. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> very intense. Dad jokes over here. Yeah, I mean, the, Michael's the king of dad jokes. Are I've you got kidding? a lot of dad jokes. I'm a dog dad. Um, but so. yeah, I think she scares him a little bit too when she mentions she has three older brothers. Um, that if Peter came home to her hometown, they would definitely grill him. And he also just knows she's not the one. Yeah. So why? So bother? he's like, why even put myself in that position? Yeah. Back at the hotel, we see that um, Kelsey is going to get the last one-on-one date, which means that the Final date is a three-on-one between Kelly, Victoria F., and Hannah Ann. What a crew. Yeah. So we go back to Natasha's date, and Pete is like, I don't take hometowns lightly. Again, you know that this is just gearing up to a breakup the Mm -hmm. whole time. Natasha's wearing a great off-the-shoulder top. I know. And Natasha seemed like she's... She really is talking to him about how she can see them together, and she really likes him, and... The whole time we all know at home, like you're going home. You have to know you're going home, right? Well, how, again, Michael. But how <laughs> much did you love when she punted to him? It was like, hey, I can say all these things, but I need someone who feels those things about me too. Yeah. How do you feel? Yeah. Right. And he's like, and I like you. It, it was telling also that he I mean, contrast his conversations with Madison and um with his conversation with Natasha, he he punted right away. He was like, you know, how are you feeling about us? You know, like basically that is code for we both know that this is not heading to mm-hmm. like an engagement or, or romantic love. But I want to hear you say it first to make me feel a little less yeah. guilty about what I'm about to do, which is probably going to be to end things. And so she and she also qualifies her statements with, well, when I do get to see you, right. I feel this, this and this. And yeah. these are all positive things. However, I think, you know, she's probably self-aware enough to know that um, – 
you know, that feeling doesn't last beyond when they're actually physically in the same location and, and, and together <laughs> and talking, yeah. you know? Yeah, I really liked, though, that Natasha said things like, you know, our, I believe that our lives could line up, but also I'm suspended here until until you know how this exactly. plays yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Like she she is a good mm-hmm. she just has a good head on her shoulders, a good sense of how this is and is not like real life and she kind of speaks to that directly. I was like, "Oh, right. You've lived 10 more years on this <laughs> earth than Hannah Ann." Like yeah. and yeah. it shows you in moments it. like this. No, it does. Yeah. It's not about age, it's just right. It's just about um, no, like and, experience and, and right, and just life, life yeah. experience yeah. Yeah. and uh, yeah. And, and that's not a, it's not and, a criticism. It's not yeah. a criticism at all. And no. I think some people can be hyper mature very young. Yes. But sometimes just actual lived experiences and having the time to have those experiences makes a difference. Sure yeah. does. No, I agree. But yeah, Peter tries to basically get her to send herself home before he has to do it. Yeah. But and he does it. It's interesting, you know, the the structure of this uh the 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 week before hometowns now as as opposed to when I was on uh, the show, you know, when when I was on the show, we they did not you did not have the rose on the one on ones. Um, you had a rose ceremony that you know ultimately, um, right? You know, and so it was a lot different. So after the one on one, you know, you didn't you didn't know if you were staying or going, and and I guess like at that point, you probably think, oh, if you if I had any sort of a of a of a good time with the person, I'm probably getting you know, and I'm not on the three on one or two on one, uh, I'm probably taking um, him or the lead home with me to meet my family. We do hear then Pete acknowledge in a voiceover that he just feels like Natasha has the qualities he wants, but they have a friendship, Mm -hmm. which fair enough. Uh, So he picks up the rose, holds it in her face. He does that a lot. He's always like, here's the rose. (laughs) And he says, I owe you all the honesty you've given me. And she immediately knows. (laughs) She's like, she's smart. She's a smart woman. He's either going to knight them with the rose or slap them across the face with it. And so he just comes out and says it. And at least I appreciated him for being honest and not mincing words and just saying, I can't give you the rose. Yes. And she says, that's That's too too bad. bad. (laughs) Uh, Pete, again, does uh, the thing where he's like, I know what you have to offer someone else. You're amazing, which is his thing. And I know he means it well, but I just really grates on me. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Natasha says something kind of great. She says, I really do hope you find what you're looking for. I know I will. Yep. That's because, good. again, good. self-assured, yeah. self-aware. Yeah. yeah, and she yeah. posted something really sweet on Instagram and about how, like, she really had a great time with him. Mm-hmm. And, it se- you know, there seems yeah. to be a sweetness Yeah, there. their breakup was friendly. Yeah, and yeah. I think at nice. this point, at this juncture, there is, I mean, there, my I remember my breakup at this that point was very friendly. I said the same thing. You know, I happened to really like the guys who were remaining. So I said, you know, you have all great choices, um, you know, remaining. And, you know, I hope you blah, 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 you know, and we'll be friends. You know, it was it was kind of like, and, and we'll, you know, we'll always be friends. And I had a great time. It was so nice getting to know you kind of thing. And I think that is what. And you're Natasha still friendly did. with. Des and Chris. I'm right? very friendly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris. I mean, Chris and Brooks were my two best friends on in that experience. I mean, I was also good friends with with Zach, Drew, Juan Pablo, like a lot of the guys. But um, 
but still very close with you know to the extent that every time I would go to Seattle, I would I would stay with with Desiree and Chris. It. Oh my god, I love it so much. And I went to their wedding. Um, oh, have you met their like cute little yes. baby boys? Well, They're I, so well, sweet. I haven't met the the, the newest, the newest one. one, but I know I've met Asher. He's uh, he's adorable, and he's going to be. They're just all yeah. so beautiful and tall. I know. And they just moved. They just moved from Seattle to Portland, so now I have to go visit Portland at some point. I, I've never been to Oregon. Oh. I hear Portland's cool. Yeah, I've that's never where Chris is from. That's where he's okay. from originally. Yeah, um, and yeah, they're doing super well. Yeah. yeah, look at this guy here to make friends. I, I love know, it. I know. I've made that's a lot why, of friends. Yeah. I've made a lot yeah, of friends. Yeah, Michael is, is perfect for this show. That's why we continue to have him back. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we break down a whole lot more from Episode 7 of The Bachelor. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful and so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, 
something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 and use code LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI 50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article, that lovely chair out on my deck, article, our big console, article, I'm my bed frame, article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. 
And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. And now back to the show. Meanwhile, you know, Pete is just reflecting. He, we get that classic shot of him holding the rose, mm. sadly and somberly, like looking out over a balcony, reflecting on his life decisions mm-hmm. and how he's ended up there. And then we're we're back to the to the women, and Victoria seems a little bit shaken by Natasha's exit. I guess they had been roommates, yeah. and I know that who you room with ends up determining a lot of your closeness to people. Sure. And meanwhile, Kelsey is getting ready for her date, and she's she's sort of freaked out. She's yeah, like, well, now she could uneasy. send Natasha home. She, I could send me home. home. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey meets up with Pete in the countryside. It looked genuinely it very looked gorgeous. So pretty. <laughs> this date looked really fun. Too. It did. Yeah. yeah. ATVs. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in a field. They go ATVing, and Kelsey's hair stays perfect somehow. Always, she always looks like beautiful. How? How do you get? I, mine doesn't do that. <laughs> she was Miss Iowa. Help me. I know you. Really, yeah, it's true. When you're Miss I, when you're into pageants, you probably get a lot of time like learning how to. Style I know, and she hair. threw that out again this episode. I totally forgot that she was one of the pageant I know, girls because there's so many yeah. women who have been involved in pageants that it's kind of hard to mm-hmm. keep. Track I still of. can't believe Kelsey's still around after everything that. Happened with Champagne Gate and all that, but hey, a great recovery yeah. by Kelsey. Her one on one time she's with the Peters. oldest one left now. Yeah, is that true? She's twenty eight. Oh, oh wow. Uh, basically a, a dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got one. Yeah, the same age as Peter, which is a real a death now. But yeah, they go ATVing. She seemed a little nervous at first, but. I would be too. Uh, They're like on a cliff. Yeah, but it looked fun. It looked I would real. Love that. It looked really fun. It looked great. This date was awesome. And then Peter just decides to like sprint up a mountain, and then seems <laughs> very shocked that he is out of breath. Yeah, which but like I think it was again another excuse for him to lay horizontal and find somewhere yeah. to make out. He's always playing the field. Nick put a, she put kept a up nice with him. Can we get a little symbol in there? Yeah. She, she <laughs> kept up with him, I would say. You know, she did pretty well. Oh, she wasn't she, out yeah, of breath. She was great. Yeah, she was, was fine. Yeah. He's like, oh, my scar aches. I must sit down. Peter's like, so this is the moment when neither of us can breathe that uh, I really want to dig into what you want in a family. Yeah. <laughs> so can you just outline that, outline yeah. that vision for me real quick? Can I just my right, breath real, real quick? quick? Just tell me how you'd be as a mom. And this whole thing, you, uh, Lee. Uh, I know you have some. Let's go through this. But I know. I know you have some strong feelings and yeah. thoughts as as a mother yourself. Um, I'm sure you were surprised to learn that as a working mother, you 
are not involved in your child's life and no, you haven't really No, I do raised not raise her. my daughter. Yeah. No. So, you know, Kelsey says, in terms of family, I would like to be able to work a couple days a week, but also be at home because, quote, it's important to raise your kids and be at home with them. She wants to be involved with her kids' lives, but still have something for her. I guess like a little t- a few day part-time work, mm-hmm. a passion project. Again, totally understand that. Um, and we spoke a little bit about this, the three of us, before we started recording. But I want to be clear that like I have n- nothing against people who make the choice and have the financial ability to stay home with their children for a period of time, for a, for a long period of time, who or who are able to find part-time work. You know, it's hard to find yeah. part-time jobs. Um, well, that was my thing here was just, you know, I want to work a few days a week. And that's not, it's just, there's not part-time jobs out there. It's not that easy to find a part-time job unless you want to be like a mommy influencer, which maybe that's what she sees that she would be where she could. And great for you if good that's for you, what you yeah. want to do. I think what bothered me about this exchange was her saying this royal your, like it's important to raise your, your kids, kids and that is done by staying at home with yeah. them. AKA, we all must raise our kids also, uh, like, by being home, which. Also uh, only the moms. There would seem yeah. to be no suggestion that you know, Peter should be involved and raising his kids. My father stayed home with me as an infant. My mom went back to work and my dad was, you know, got injured. He was a cop and he stayed home for two years uh, with me. It's all about balance. And my whole thing is. And it's all about what is your situation? Yeah, I would love to stay home and raise my daughter when she's this young. And it's hard. Like, I love my job, too. And I love having uh, something for me and coming to work every day. But it's also hard to leave your one-year-old daughter at home with someone else when you want to be the one who's there to care for her, at least in these first few years of her life before she starts full-time school. But it's complicated. I get it. If I had, you know, all the money in the world, I probably would stay home. Do uh, some freelance work. Exactly. Find something for me. Um, Right. And that's the other thing that I think it's important to note is, like, a lot of families do not have the luxury if, you know, if there are two parents contributing um, to that child's care financially, like often there is not an option Mm -hmm. to not work. Yeah. Um, So there's just a lot of it's there's a lot that goes into that decision. And I think whatever decision someone makes for whatever reason they make it is fantastic. But it's good also to stay away from generalities about what is important to do as a parent and what mm-hmm. you should do and what it means to be properly involved in your kids' lives. I mean, I, I, yeah. No, it seemed like she was sort of pontificating there about, you know, what is the right thing to do for everyone and what everyone should be doing yeah. and sort of... Um, and that's where you get yeah. into tricky territory. But, you know, Peter's a pilot, so he's going to be flying all over. He doesn't mm-hmm. have... He's not going to be home with the kids, you know? No. He can't right. expected. He can't be expected to do that. I mean, he's got to fly to Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, look, the men don't need to be involved in their kids' lives. Absolutely not. Who needs yeah. that? My husband didn't stay home yesterday <laughs> when my nanny called out sick. Are you crazy? No, he's he's. Uh, it's all about balance for him, and it doesn't include. Staying yeah, my home with life your is about making my husband's life much more comfortable. <laughs> Obviously. No, shout out to my amazing husband who is an equal partner in parenthood. <laughs> equal partner. Who'd have thunk? Uh, you know, we've oh, come man. a long he got way. Hosed. We've come yeah. a long way. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
So during the but is the, he a faith leader? Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, uh, is he holding the umbrella of your over, family? He's over, holding yeah. the umbrella over my family <laughs> every step of the way. Oh. Ella, Ella, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so we get a little clip where. I thought this was interesting. Victoria F. and Kelly are discussing whether Kelsey's going to get the rose. And Kelly seems to have a really good sense of how much um, Kelsey and Pete are into each other. Victoria's like, you know, I could see it going either way. And Kelly's like, no, I'd be real surprised if she if she leaves. Mm-hmm. And she's right. Mm-hmm. She always is. <laughs> Kelsey has things during the night portion, like Madison, that she wants to talk to Peter about. Mm-hmm. And she really sees a future with him. I was worried about her smoky eye. She starts tearing up on camera. I'm like, Kelsey, yeah. your makeup is so good. <laughs> but she, ruin it. she admitted way back when she's a crier. That's what she does. Oh, and I, re- yep. I mean, I relate. Yep. I understand. But yes, her makeup did look very good. <laughs> I was worried for it. So Peter asks about about her family. He's like, wow, what a great and not at all emotional day we've had together. <laughs> That's so fun. All now, about the fun, Pete. I assume that will continue into tonight. <laughs> uh, no, but Pete hates fun. No, so. he hates fun, yeah. That's why I was laughing when he yeah. was like, it was so fun. But you hate fun, Peter. <laughs> Don't you? So Peter asks about her family, and clearly this is something that Kelsey's been gearing up to. She says, you know, her mom's really sweet and will go above and beyond and makes really great chocolate chip cookies. But then she says, cookies that are really good, but I don't know if you'll like them. And then I was like, wait, you don't support your mother's cooking, clearly. (laughs) Wait, I missed that. Again, though, she always... That's very confusing. She always has these confusing statements when she says someone's so sweet, but then calls them a bitch in the same (laughs) breath. So, (laughs) Kelsey, she's not sure what she believes. No. The cookies are good, but Peter might not like them. And she tells Peter, you know, my dad will not be there at hometowns. My parents got divorced when I was in seventh grade. Um, Kelsey, and apparently some of this has been spoken about before because Peter says, oh, you didn't speak to your dad for 10 years, right? And she says, yeah, you know, he reached out after I won Miss Iowa, but there were red flags there. And he was kind of excusing his past poor behavior by saying that, like, God told him to do things. And she, you know, she kind of drew a line and did not rekindle that relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, But a year ago, she got a text from her dad, and they ended up talking. And her mom doesn't know now that she is kind of more regularly in touch with her dad. And I thought she gave Mm -hmm. a really good explanation for this. You know, she says, I wanted to be able to, like, as an adult, make decisions about whether I want to have this person in my life and I wanted to kind of protect that mm-hmm. but I do think it's t- I mean she you have to assume that she went home and was like mom yeah. I have to give you a because now she knows yeah. yeah yeah now the whole world yeah. knows mm-hmm. um but yeah she also wanted yeah. to set Pete up to be like things might get awkward and like please <laughs> don't bring home. my father up yeah. during hometown yeah if you come home she apparently has sisters too right and they don't know either so or I thought she said only her sisters do know. Oh, they do know. Or and like her they, mom did, they didn't know at first, but now they do know. Yeah. It's a little confusing. Um, but yeah, clearly this will be something that will be addressed more mm-hmm. next week. And Pete says, you know, I can't put myself in your shoes, but I think it's really beautiful that you're willing to give your father a, a second chance. And that really is inspiring to him. Everything's inspiring yeah. to this guy, man. And then he gave this sort of weird backhanded compliment that kind of bothered me where he says, it's just obvious to me that 
you know what you want despite the fact yeah. that you had that. I'm like, mm. okay, I get that trauma can inform things, but also, Pete, you don't seem to know what the fuck you want, yeah. and your parents are Happily like obsessed married. with each yeah. other. No, if you're a child of divorce... You don't want to get married ever, right? Like, you're done. You don't believe in marriage. It's just an odd gener- generalization, I think. You know, people have different reactions to different tough things. Yeah. Right. And, like, maybe that would make her not know what she wants or be nervous about certain things, but maybe it would make her strengthen what she wants. Like, you just don't know. It depends on the person. Maybe mm-hmm. it would, yeah, maybe it would provide some clarification as to what she should be looking for. Exactly, having, having yeah. you know, had parents that have gotten divorced and you see what you maybe you don't want. Mm-hmm. Um, it just always bothers me the way this show seems to put a premium on, or like th- suggest that your parents' marriage, like, predetermines your ability to want marriage or be ready for marriage yeah. or have a healthy marriage. Because mm-hmm. that's just it's just not true. Well, because didn't we see that towards the beginning of the season two where people were like, my grandparents have been married yeah. for 60 years. Yeah. So that means I'm ready to get yeah. married. Give me that rose. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Kelsey <sighs> doesn't want to settle. Uh, she wants to find, uh, she wants to be somebody's equal and she wants to find qualities that match hers. And Pete has a lot of these qualities. Uh, I feel like they both check certain boxes for each other mm-hmm. and they have this mutual need to be affirmed and adored but I don't know that I see their relationship built on much else like I think they have a a chemistry there and Kelsey has kind of grown on me she she does seem to know what she wants but I'm just there's something that feels off between the two of them they both kind of want this like storybook romance uh, yeah but they're not really looking at the bigger picture I yeah, love how I mean, Peter, too, is like, we're doing this our way. And I'm like, well, yes, every relationship you do. He your said way. that a, about a couple. <laughs> also, like, well, what is that? No, also, you're literally not doing it your yeah. way because you are on a show where the way is yeah. scripted. Yeah. He's like, this is unconventional. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. But also, not that unconventional because this show's been on since 2002. Yeah, 20 years. So. Yeah. There's definitely a, a, an attraction there between the two of them, obviously. And, and they have that. And, you know, obviously they get along. But uh, yeah, I don't feel the. I don't know. I don't feel that that I'm as invested in them as a couple. Mm-hmm. The Maddie passion, I don't feel it. Uh, yeah. So he, Pete, grabs the rose, and is like, "I'm very excited about us, and I enjoyed our deep conversation tonight even more than I enjoyed rolling around in a field with you. So uh, <laughs> let's go to Iowa. Woo! Woo! There's just not enough. Plenty of fields in Iowa. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> There's plenty of fields, but not enough strength and grace in the world, which she has in abundance. Yes. Amen. There's so many, like, and then Kelsey's like, Peter isn't running for the hills. Too much, too many hills references for me. But also, like, <laughs> she's like, wow, I'm going to give this guy a gold star for not dumping me because my father did some shitty yeah. things. Yeah. Like, I'm like, the bar is so low for men. He accepts <laughs> me and my absentee father. It's incredible. It inspires him. What a, what a him. fucking prince that guy is. Yeah, and it inspires him to, I don't know, what does it inspire you to do, Peter? Just general, Tell us. Just general inspiration. <laughs> so back at the hotel, a date card arrives, and of course it's for Hannah Ann, Victoria, and Kelly. Tomorrow won't be easy. It sure won't, Pete. Just right to the point. <laughs> uh, and this is when we get some great comments from, like, Kelly, who basically says that Victoria F. and Hannah Ann are children, <laughs> and... Um, Look, I can't. I can't totally disagree. With yeah, her. 
I can't either. They're trying to make her the villain, but what she's saying is facts. <laughs> I think she's been living with these people that she feels are, are just want none of the same things as her, have none of the same, lead none of the same kind of li- mm-hmm. life as she does. And it just feels like she's kind of reached her boiling point yeah. a little bit. And what Peter's saying, what he wants, is what Kelly is what feels she is. like she yeah. is. But so, the problem is Peter doesn't know what he wants. No, he doesn't. It's also funny, like, you know, normally you get the day card, right? And it says something, you know, about catch or whatever. And like, oh, we're probably going to go fishing or whatever. And this is like, you know, tomorrow's not going to be easy. Get and, ready for a really unfun day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's, 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 you know, none of them were like, oh, maybe we have to do Rubik's Cubes in, in like three <laughs> minutes or less or like free solo a rock formation or, you know, right away they're just like, oh, yeah, it's going to be hard because, yeah. you know, uh, one of us going home. Yeah, and, it gets and chilly in be, Peru at night, yeah. so we're going to be cold and sitting and waiting easy. for a decision. It's going to be difficult. So yeah, Hannah Ann is nervous. Victoria mm-hmm. F is nervous. Kelly, however, is just confident she's as can be. They have her set up, as we said earlier. Uh, yeah. She's confident. She thinks she's staying. There's no doubt in her mind. Yeah, she's like, Hannah Ann just isn't in the right phase of her life, and Victoria is always breaking down and crying. She's a hot mess. I... To me, it sounded like some of these mean Kelly comments, and I don't doubt that Kelly can be has it in her to be mean. We all do, but some of them sounded a little bit like Frankenbites to me. Like this, that sentence in particular felt like two different sentences spliced mm-hmm. together. I sensed a pause, and none of none of this commentary happens to camera. It's all in voiceover, which means that it's a lot easier to to edit, pull from other conversations. Um, Obviously, so much of the show is is created that way, and maybe that is, you know, she was saying that about Victoria, but I don't know. There was something in the editing that felt a little off to me. Mm-hmm. They're I really agree. trying to make her be the villain. Yeah, splice some things together. Uh, there's a distinct lack of run and jump happening mm-hmm. on this stage. Like, there's no <laughs> yeah. excitement. The women, like, very somberly approach Pete. And I like, could never run and jump yeah. on any yeah. match. It, it would be it. weird to run and jump with two other people yeah. on a date yeah. with yeah. you. Because then it's like, you feel like, oh, I have to one-up that jump. Yeah. You know, they got, you know, about seven like, inches off the ground. Legs around I'm going to get, like, 14. I really got to straddle him higher up on the waist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to jump onto his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> He's an acrobat, that Peter. But I also think, so the stuff with Kelly, I I think, look, I think they are also trying to set up just like how um, confident she is that, you know, there's no chance that, you know, if two roses are being given out on this day that she's not getting at least one of them, not getting one of them, obviously, at least least one of them. Yeah, not getting one of them. And so that the... Um, the foreshadowing is there, and then obviously when she doesn't, then it's all the more surprising and devastating. Oh, they for love the to audience, build audience. people up right before yeah. they go. I right. mean, it's it's at this point it's just a tell. Like it's not even effective because it felt so contrived. Like oh, they're letting her say all this stuff because she's leaving. Right. Yeah. Um. But Pete is you know takes them to some hacienda, the loving land. Yeah. And he, this, the guy who owns it, it's a family business, has been married for 36 years. And Pete's like, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. So that's love. That's love. And so I was like, well, then it's, yeah, you'll probably choose a woman who's only been alive for a fraction of those 36 <laughs> years. <laughs> How can it be the loving land without any windmills okay. anywhere to be seen? I don't we know. We haven't seen a windmill in a while. Okay. So apparently, and I, I missed this, but I think, I guess it must have been during one of the exploration dates. I guess there was a shot of Peter just 
staring at some paintings and one of them of was windmills. of windmills. windmills. Someone pointed this out on Twitter. I again, this is why I need to watch the the show multiple the times and not time. be not be taking, taking notes. notes. Clever, yeah. But that was that's very clever. so many you, you clever love edits. That. Or it's a Don Quixote moment, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Pete pulls Hannah Ann first. Uh, who is always, she's always crying now. She's very emotional. I'm sorry, I don't buy it. Yeah. Is that bad? Like, I I love a good crier. I love to cry. These continue to feel like crocodile tears to me. Yeah, they don't feel, I don't know. It's just, she's There's like, it's so hard for me. And then they don't look genuine. It just looks well, like she's fairness, forcing herself. Well, in she did herself. not get the cover of Cosmo. <laughs> um, she did no not one win did. that date. And so, yeah, well, no it turns did. out that no one did, but, yeah. you know. She's still upset about that. But yeah. I think Hannah Ann has an, an astute understanding of what works on Pete. Like what, mm-hmm. what he Tears. responds to. He really does Tears respond to that. Yeah. 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 So she says, you know, I've just been really like praying and reflecting. And so I wrote down a bunch of reasons that I'm falling for you. True poetry. And they're really just all about her. <laughs> you make me feel like the only girl here. You make me feel beautiful. <laughs> With hot dog on my face. Yeah. You make me feel like I don't need to be perfect. Yeah. This is all about her. That's quite so a like, haiku. But, and all this of them is the are best so part, general. Though, because you are you and there's no one else like you. It's like a really bad Dr. That Seuss was, poem. Though that was pulled from Mr. Rogers. Um, he does he does Pretty have sh- a theme of you are That's enough the way you, you are. are. But when Mr. Rogers says it, oh, it course. lands. Yes. yes. And and also, he's, he's also talking about children. He's talking about children. He's saying yeah. it, it doesn't matter what you grow up to be. You right now in this moment are, are, are all are yes. enough. Yeah. And also literally he's talking to toddlers. Yeah. Also, As Hannah who, Ann, who, you know, and I'm sure that that how, helped but me how as a different toddler. is that really from yeah. what right? We're I mean, it's, yeah. it feels like Hannah Ann and Pete are both responding to affirmation in in the way of toddlers. Yes, like yes. toddler style relationship. Like it is just there's no substance here, and that really bothers me. I'm like, I don't feel like I understand Hannah Ann. No. I don't feel like. But no. she understands Peter. Here. She understands exactly she understands Peter. what she Peter's does. looking for, which is just, just po- blind sweet, adoration. sweet words about him. Blind <laughs> adoration that includes um, pain. Yes. Like, he needs to see that they love him so much that they are in pain. He responds real well to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but meanwhile, Victoria is really starting to lose it you, and she's like i have never I seen her losing annoying. it before on this show what is it's a new thing for victoria f it is she does have a, a funny sense of, like self-awareness where she's like i know i'm annoying yeah. i know that my <laughs> moods are difficult and i feel like a little nuts right now and mm. i recognize that but i don't know how to not feel this way yeah and then in a bad mood. And then we just have Kelly, like, lounging. She's, like, her <laughs> feet up, like, fully like chilling. She, she like could it, have been painting her nails yeah, for all we know. Like, so funny. And then we get the great quote that, if you're weak, you're not going to last. The weak get cut. And I'm like, Kelly has really just shifted this episode. <laughs> she's so tired. I think she's she's exhausted. over it. So Pete grabs <laughs> Kelly. Um, she's definitely getting the overconfident edit. She says, you know, she thinks she's the only one that's really mature for a real relationship. And she says she really likes him. She wants to bring him home. She uh, thinks her family would love him. And she says, you know, not every relationship has to be jumping through all these hurdles and be super difficult. It can be easy. It can be fun. Mm -hmm. 
And Peter just responds so viscerally poorly to the <laughs> idea that a relationship could be, could fun. be fun. He's yeah. like, no, no, no. This he is not about fun. that she uses the word fun. And it, it was odd to me because it's not like she's saying, oh, this is just so much fun and there's nothing else. No. She's saying, I like you. My family would like you. Our lives yeah. align. Like all this stuff. She's saying it's been very natural. Like it seems like we're progressing. But all he can hear is, oh, you think this is fun? Yeah. This isn't fun in games, <laughs> Kelly. This is serious. This is... This is you are you tears serious. Yeah. I'm going to get down on one knee and propose serious. Uh, but apparently Peter doesn't want fun in any relationship moving forward. It's all about pain again. And pain he gets and that tears. with Victoria yeah. F. Because she's in a terrible mood. And he says, you know, we've kind of had stuff in the past and doubts and whatnot, which means nothing. <laughs> and yeah, also the past, the past is three is like a minute ago. <laughs> I also love, too, again, how he's like, look, my bandage is off. Look. And she's like, yeah, your scar looks hot. And he's and all when, about when it. The, when his scar starts to throb, that's how you know you yeah. need to provide validation. Like, that's what the, the, it's like the, the sign is. like, the scar is looking for attention. And Pete does immediately launch into saying, you know, he's confused and he wants to understand what she makes of it. And I do understand her frustration a little bit in this moment because it's kind of like he... He starts off their conversation with, like, again, can you affirm me? And yeah. what do you think about the fact that I have had doubts about yeah. you, which we have already addressed He's, over, he's all, always second-guessing Victoria F. And at this point, she's like, do we always have to start every single conversation? Well, she also you t- says, you're always in a mood when you're talking yeah. to me. Which is like, you know? well, Victoria, like, you're, you're, you're in, in a mood. mood. You are yeah. a mood. You are a mood. <laughs> yeah. This is just—it's not a good relationship. No. is what I'm saying. They—it's not. It's good. clearly not. They're clearly not. It's not a good no. relationship. It's clearly like a, not a match. They're so incompatible. Like they can't even get past like a few sentences together without. They're always just this. fighting about their yeah. relationship. Oh, I'm like, you've had three dates. This is bad. Which Peter finds irresistible. Yeah, he loves it. This is like this you is know, the work that Kelly was talking about. This yeah. is everyone needs to like him, and mm-hmm. he, when he likes gets the, the sense uh-huh. that someone does not. Um, no one else in the world matters. Nope. He needs the validation from that person and that person only in that moment. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the role Victoria F is playing, and she's she's playing it admirably. Yes. because she also it's this like whiplash thing where they're so incompatible but she also says you know it's really just because I'm like you so much that I'm so scared that I'm gonna lose you yeah and he loves that so he's like well now I need to reassure you yeah yeah it's because if you're this upset over me I know we're gonna last because it means that you truly care also she cries which she fucking loves yeah it's like kryptonite to him it's all this (laughs) is like the the volatile like he he gets off on the sort of this this volatile relationship like it it's this is like a total roller coaster like he equates someone that triggers his nervous system in with the high highs and the low lows as like some form of butterflies or mm-hmm. love or chemistry or whatever you want to call it. And Victoria F. certainly it's like, yeah. you know, he gets the high highs from her and then also like but they're constantly fighting. And then it's like the makeup mm-hmm. breakup dynamic. And he it's intoxicating. He, yeah, to him. it's intoxicating. To him, he's like, he that's what a relationship should be. We and that's, should, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what someone who's not complete, you know, who needs to work on themselves a little bit more and and be able to have some other sources of validation, like maybe some internal validation. Yeah. yeah. You know, that that's what help. he needs. And instead, he's just so reliant on this. And when he's stripped of it, like he is with Victoria F. on occasion, then he 
needs to go. He like will run through a brick wall to go to go get it. He needs fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pete needs some fun in his life. So Victoria gets back from their conversation. She's just like, I'm mortified. That was terrible. Uh, Which is every conversation. I think, we're, I think I'm going home, basically. Yeah. Hannah Ann says, tells the other women, you know, she just shared what was on her heart. And this is where we get that Kelly voiceover where she says, I mean, look at me. I'm an attorney. The other girls, what are they? Yeah. They're taking Peter Yikes. home to their family. That's Yikes. what they are. Yeah, they're taking Peter home to their family. Yikes, Kelly. Yeah, That's all I wrote. No. Yikes. But also so clearly like spliced together, those three different thoughts. Yeah. It felt, uh, again, it felt a little Frankenmitten to me. She said those me. things. Oh, yes. I think she, and I think she might feel those things, but I, it was the way they presented it. Yeah. Felt, yeah. Again, Evil. we, did, we Evil. never saw her say any of it to camera, which bothered me. Yeah. I, I, I think it. she said those things, though. I think they set her up to say to say those things. You know, I think, um, and she, you know, took the bait mm-hmm. in, a, in an ITM. Yeah, yeah. I, I also can 100% see that. So Peter arrives back to the women and says, you know, I'm can- I'm in Peter fashion, canceling yes. the second half of yeah. this date. Mm-hmm. We don't we need, don't a, need dinner. a dinner. You I won't put be the, eating. I put the F.U. in fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you don't need dinner, ladies. I got this. I, I know this. what I'm going to do. Pulls Victoria F aside, and Hannah Ann and Kelly and Victoria, I think, all think Victoria's going yeah. home. Because she's like, I yeah. don't want to go when she's walking away. And I'm like, oh, my but God. But, of course, I knew. I was like, he's not sending her home. But it uh, was interesting that they actually bring her to the the car, the car. that you yeah. used to go home. That really was. And that he's was, like, I like that. just dangling the rose, yeah. like frolicking to the car. Yeah, he's yeah. like, you know, it hasn't been easy but it's just you being honest, and I can never fault you for that. I want like, you. I want to continue this. She literally has her like door on the handle, like yeah. her hand she's on like, the okay, her bye. hand on the handle. She's looking the, down, the like she's like, not even looking at she's him. Like, Let me just get in the limo and go yeah. home, and then you know, yeah. Then she gets a ride back to the hotel. Yeah. He yeah. gives her a rose, and she's like, yeah. "I'm so happy." I really felt for nowhere. Kelly and Hannah Ann in this moment because clearly they have been Ugh. left alone in the dark without food. Yeah. And like it's without a coat. Very cold. It's very cold. Yeah. And they're just sitting there freezing. The raccoons are starting to circle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they see Peter coming back and they're like, uh, well, one of us is going home because he doesn't have a rose. And Peter is, again, looks really somber. He's like, Hannah Ann, I love your sweet nature. Kelly... I've been so excited and I yeah. and about our potential and our story uh, and how we met yeah. and how this is going and I was like but Hannah Ann here's the rose <laughs> yeah. and then Hannah Ann bursts into tears like immediately sobbing hysterics and I'm sorry I don't know why I'm so skeptical I think of she her was just emotions. freezing <laughs> yeah she's probably just very cold get me home and yeah okay I guess I'll give her the benefit of the benefit of the doubt and just assume that she was I think it was an emotional overcome by long, anxiety it was a long day yeah. yeah. Um, and we had seen this clip teased in a lot of the promos, and we learned it's happy tears. So, yeah. again, misdirect. Kelly's like, yep, sucks it didn't work out, uh, but Pete clearly has things he needs to figure out. And Peter at this point says he just sees Kelly as a friend, and I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't actually buy that. Like, I did see that with Natasha. Mm-hmm. With Kelly, it didn't seem like they had a friend vibe at all. Like, I think he... 
I don't think he would want to be her friend. No. I don't think she wants to be his friend. I think, he, again, he just didn't. She's too fun. It. Yeah. She's too easy. Like, it's it's too easy with Kelly. And no, she has too many too of the stable. qualities. She's, she's too yeah. stable. Yeah, she's too, she's stable. too sure of what she yeah. wants. She's too sort of healthy. Like, he's not attracted to what could potentially be a healthy relationship. Well, she doesn't need to be she saved cry. him. And she doesn't yeah. need to be made to be in constant agony over her feelings yeah. for him. And again, she doesn't have a soft right. story. And she doesn't have anything to share that would, like... You know, yeah, and he's going purely based off chemistry, and his chemistry compass is way off. Like his chemistry compass is is points north to people. Cleveland, who it's are, in Cleveland. Yeah, who points points north towards women who, like we said, trigger his nervous system, who give him this this shot of dopamine, and then also, you know, um, the, the this up and down, and, and when he sees women crying, when he sees women being difficult or whatever, you know, it puts gets him in this tizzy that he confuses as you know as. Passion. Pure, as romance and yeah. passion and love. Yeah. And, and Kelly so, doesn't do that. And no. Natasha didn't do that. And exactly. so that's why those kinds of women go home. I did mm-hmm. love Kelly's time in the car. She's like, I have no idea why I'm in this car, but Peter made his decision and that 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 is that. You know, she's like, I think these women are childish and Peter is not decisive and that's on him. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to waste my time either. Quote, thank you for not meeting my family. <laughs> I was just like clapping. I'm like, yes. Great. Kelly, fuck yes, yeah. I she, agree. She's seeing exactly what we're all seeing as viewers. It's like, she's like this dude doesn't know yeah, what he, he wants. He does not like, know what he wants. Yeah. Thank you. I'll take a night of room service and get on a plane. Yeah, yeah. it's like a moment of like of sanity there. It's like yeah. oh my, like now that you're out, you're out like of oh it. my god, what you know? This was crazy. This was the disaster anyway. I'm like, and like this would not have been a fix. Yeah, no. Um, and you know, and I remember too feeling um, when I was sent home right before hometowns of well, you know, I'm, I'm glad it, uh, on much better better terms but sort of I was you know well I'm glad that she didn't uh, come home and meet my family and I didn't introduce her to my family if she really knew that there were three other men that were um, you know ahead of me as far as you know her feelings Mm -hmm. goes so I think there's you should be grateful for that right she definitely was and as she's in the car talking we get like the hotel scene when the women are just like hugging each other hugging him like it was a weird Vibe. It was a weird vibe, and I was looking at these four women, and I was like, I, nope. I don't see long-term potential with any of you with Peter. I think this mm. is like my, my least favorite Final Four Same. ever. That I can, yeah. I'm, there's always at least one person that I'm rooting really for, into. or I'm into her, him. At best, I feel neutral about yeah. these women. Like, yeah. I feel... I, Madison's fine. And I was, I was into Madison this whole season. I just and I respect what she disclosed to Peter this week. But I'm also like, you, it, there's no way it's going to work. No, yeah. So now I, 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 I can't. Root I can't for root for her because I don't think it's good for either yeah. of them. Yeah. And then it's like it what? Last. Hannah Ann? It's is it Hannah Ann? Is second? Yeah, no. So then no. you're just like, no, I don't. No. I don't see it with any of them. I'm sorry, I no. don't see it. I think this is. It's hard. Yeah, the season's rough. But thank you, Michael, for talking it through with us. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Always a always a fun time. Come back anytime. Always fun. It's always fun here. And now it's time for Feminism Fails. Lee, you want to kick us off? Sure do. Uh, Kelsey says she wants to be able to work a couple days a week, but also be at home because it's important to raise your kids and be at home with them. Um, you know, as a mom myself... I didn't like how she was implying that full-time working moms don't raise their kids. I try my best to raise my daughter. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it's a complicated topic. 
I'm going to give this a four uh, because you should never just say that, you know, because you're working or you're a working mother that you're not raising your kids. And it's hard, you know, to not have a two income household these days. And if you don't and if you don't need to go to work, it's wonderful to be at home with your kids. But everybody's different and we shouldn't put any pressure um, to believe otherwise. Absolutely. Pete says that he thinks it's obvious that Kelsey knows what she wants, despite the fact that her parents are divorced. And he seems to think this is a compliment. Going to give that one a three. I understand that he was just trying to affirm her, affirm her strength. But as we've expressed before, it's damaging to assume that someone's parents' marriage determines their readiness or their desire or um, what they are able to to handle and I just didn't love the backhanded compliment totally agree and lastly we have Kelly who said I mean look at me I'm an attorney the other girls what are they uh, I'm gonna give this a two because we talked about how this sounds frankenbite how things seem spliced together but That's being a lawyer right. just doesn't make you better than anyone right <laughs> no, no no you can't lord your career over someone else and believe that makes you have more value um on the other hand i do and this is probably colored by my own like position in the world like i i relate to kelly so Mm -hmm. it's it's complicated but we got we got to call out the ones we love yes we do And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guests, Michael Garofola, and our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a moment of Peter's season recaps. And give us a five-star rating and review. Give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Lee Blickley and at Lee BZ. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be back next week for episode eight of The Bachelor. Yay for hometowns. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.